This podcast is not about grief. This podcast is about life, love, and finding yourself again after losing a child. I've been exactly where you are, and now I want to show you the road back to a life of your own. Let's get started. Hi there, it's Lena. How are you doing? Thank you so much for being here and listening to yet another episode of the Life After Childless podcast. I so love doing this podcast for you. Today, I want to talk about loving what is and why it is important to love what is and how to do it. I had planned to speak about this a while ago because both uh, me and my clients struggle with this. And it turns out to be a great week to talk about this because I've been having some issues with my lower back. And all that has um, led to inflammation of the sciatica nerve. And if any of you have ever had experience with sciatica nerve, you know how bad it is and how much it hurts. And those of you who don't know what it is and how much uh, it hurts, like I hope you'll never, ever find out. But long story short, I've been having some sleepless nights last week and a half, and hence the time to think things over and draw some conclusions And so I want to share my thoughts with you about loving what is. And what do I mean by that, by loving what is? Um, Let's take my example to make it easier. My sciatica has uh, put my life on pause. And um, uh, what it means, I can't do many things that I did every day, or I can't do them pain-free. I, and I realized that I, I took my life for granted. I took my pain-free body for granted. I took my pain-free driving for granted. I took my runs for granted. And yes, <laughs> I sometimes said thanks for a pain-free day during my journaling. But what I didn't do, I didn't have a love affair with my life. I took it for granted, but I didn't love it. Because there were always so many things that I wanted to achieve um, that didn't go my way. And my focus had shifted on that. And if you listen to episode four of my podcast, um, where I speak about lessons I learned after I lost my son, um, one of the lessons was that I never, ever again complain that all my days are the same. And that is one thing I honestly, I never, ever do again, because before I lost my Davids, I used to complain so often how days are the same and that nothing changes. But here I want to go even further. It's important not only to not complain about your days, about your life, but celebrate. Celebrate the day that is given to you. Celebrate the things in your life. Because in any given day, you can find many things you love. Even right after I lost my son, even on those darkest days, I can find things to love. Kindness of people, support of the friends, my husband's shoulder I could lean on. So basically what I'm saying is that no matter how shitty the day is, whatever your situation, as long as you breathe, as long as your heart beats, There are things in our lives we can love and celebrate. And and why is it important to recognize this? Um, One simple but powerful reason. 
when you purposefully, intentionally love what is, you shift your mindset or outlook. You start living and wanting from a place of plenty. You are not desperate anymore. Because if you want and dream from a place of lack, it's actually pretty painful. And that is the main reason why so many people stop dreaming, because they they don't want the contrast. They don't want to see the chasm. They don't want to think about what they want versus what they have. Because when you don't love what is, life seems so empty. And you only see what's lacking. And the happiness seems so far out there. Every time you don't achieve your plans and goals and they doesn't go according to your plan, it seems that you are back at ground zero or even worse. And that is not a fun place to be. How do you do it? The magic wand of loving what is, is noting. Noting what you love in your life right now. And if you've ever done gratitude practice, it's it's very similar and pretty straightforward. You just name things you love in your life right now. And with my one-on-one clients, we, we sometimes create more elaborate loving what is practices and we learn to build on what is in order to achieve new challenging goals. But most of all, we learn to celebrate things, people in our lives so that we can really learn to have a love affair with the things in our lives we love. This is not positive thinking. This is not wishful thinking. We all have things we love. Like even now with my sciatica, when my life is on pause, there are still things I love. I I love that I can see the beauty that is out there. I, I love seeing how the spring wakes up the nature. I can still walk. I love doing walks. We all have things we love. We are just not used to pay attention. So with this practice, you literally rewire your brain to create new state of plenty. Some call it abundance. On a practical note, write them down. Don't note them only in your head. You can do it on a piece of paper. You can do it in your journal, even on your phone. And the only rule is to do it regularly. Better future starts from loving what is. And this is what I'm going to leave you with this week. My sciatic makes sitting down difficult, so that's why this episode is short. But I believe it's powerful. If you start paying attention to loving what is, you'll start creating better future for you right away. Talk to you soon. Bye. The two most important things that helped me to move through the grief and rebuild my life after I lost my son was community and coaching. And I now offer both of those to you, my listeners, for free. Just search Life After a Child Loss on Facebook and join my group. I do weekly live Q&As and share all my best tips and secrets right in there. Plus, there are bonuses from the podcast I post inside the group from time to time. I'll see you inside.